For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake alternating this show with Dr. Kevin Passero, and we do try to bring you a lot of really good information all about you and your health. Now, the show is streamed through myvillagegreen.com. That's myvillagegreen.com. And this is a reminder that Village Green is your resource for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. You can get expert advice in both areas. Now, they carry superior supplements from many manufacturers, including their own Pathway products. Now, we are here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and this is a reminder to tune in next Sunday for Kevin's discussion on nutrition. I want to introduce our guest, Dr. Decker Weiss. And we're really honored to have him back again. He's the first naturopathic physician to complete an internship, fellowship, and residency at a conventional hospital, the Arizona Heart Institute. He is the first cardiologist as a naturopathic physician and has treated more than 40,000 patients over the past 17 years. And in 2012, Dr. Weiss was named one of the leading physicians in the world, a distinction given to under 1,000 physicians each year. He's worked in Haiti, Tibet, and recently on the Syrian border, both in a medical capacity and as a researcher to look at the biochemistry of violent behaviors and radicalization. Now, Dr. Weiss has lectured and taught in some of the finest academic and medical institutions in the world, including the first holistic functional physician to lecture at the renowned Cleveland Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Weiss. Well, thank you. I hope I live up to that. (laughs) Well, you've had an interesting background, and um, actually, before we get on the subject of inflammation, which is what we're here Mm -hmm. to talk about, give us a few moments talking about your experiences in other parts of the world. Well, uh, I spend my holidays in refugee camps and on borders and in conflict zones. I was in Iraq for two and a half weeks working outside of uh, Mosul as Mosul was falling, um, just treating refugees and again performing research. And then I took, uh, recently I took the research which I performed in, I think, 2016, 2015, and um, with all the data compiled, I presented it at Oxford. Uh, there is a college that our think tank is affiliated. It's the College for the Resolution of Intractable Conflict. And I matched up things like social social work, like things like willingness to fight, willingness to kill people, willingness to be violent, uh, would you rather public protest, things like that, sacred values, what are your sacred values, are they deeply violated? We literally matched them up with the brain chemistries to see if people willing to be violent had more inflammatory problems. And sure enough, we did. And we're also looking at that it's not just that, it's, it's the generation 
after it and the generation after it that also have the same problems, that literally these people that are willing to be violent and have all these chronic inflammatory problems will pass a lot of those problems onto their children, and they'll make them desensitized to violence and things like that. So it's one of the reasons why we're concerned with not really the first generation immigrants, but the second one generation ones, like we're seeing in in uh, you know in the attack in in France. Those are all second generation immigrants. You know why would they be more violent? Why would they have more problems? Well, we're seeing it literally in the behavior of their DNA. So I was kind of the first one to open up this new field of transgenomic inflammatory genetic expression, which sounds real fancy, but it basically says that you know the children pay for the sins of the father that these things are passed down and that we are going to have to take as a planet a different approach to inflammation. Uh, if we don't, we see the same things here. We see these kids going off and shooting things and the guy in Las Vegas. What is going on? Why did they lose total control over all their faculties? Well, it, it, you know, everybody's accountable for their behaviors. We don't want to sit here and say it's all in the DNA and it's all just inflammation. Everybody has choices, and all these people made terrible, terrible choices. But if we don't look at the science end of it, we're not going to get it under control. You have to look at all of those factors. It's more than just social circumstances and economics and things like that. It is it is imprinted in our DNA to misbehave sometimes, and we have to get people to understand that and counter that so the next generation, again, doesn't pay for it. So that's what I've been working on lately. <laughs> you know, I, that is fascinating, and I'm just about finished with the book The Better Angels of Our Nature by Steven Pinker, and he discusses the social he he does discuss the science of violence and the fact that it has declined because of social changes and the world becoming closer tech i mean he really covers everything from uh, the beginning of uh, time as much as we can recognize it and i mm-hmm. thought it, it was fascinating um, uh, about how social norms develop and how they can change and the science behind violence um, and the ties with religious religions and politics. Um, it is a fascinating subject. And I picked the book because I'm, I was concerned about the violence that we're seeing here and in Europe and all over the world and trying to understand from a more global point of view where we are with it. I think your work is fascinating and well, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing such important work. Uh, you're all, you're busy enough in your practice, so I can't imagine <laughs> how you do this, Dr. Weiss. But let's talk about inflammation, and let's start out with the basics about inflammation. I think I think there's two important pieces to understand. One is the inflammation, like when you slam your thumb in a car door. That's pretty easy to recognize. I think there's another type of inflammation that we don't see, and that's a chronic immune inflammatory response. Now, now, listeners, when immune system sounds really complex, but all you really need to know about it is that the immune system does the work of inflammation. So whenever we say inflammation is, is elevated, the immune system is activated you know, and until the very end of disease. So you always associate that increased inflammation, increased immune activity. And if that immune system is confused, and in the case of like autoimmune disease, you'll have lupus and Hashimoto's and rheumatoid arthritis and things like that. But the other part that I think people need to understand is 
if two people are sitting next to each other and one person is punched in the face and the other person is insulted and that insult really emotionally hurts them, that the immune system does the same behaviors. It will raise cortisol. It'll raise norepinephrine and epinephrine. Mitochondria will kick up in their behavior. Um, that, that's like when people say, oh, my boss is killing me, uh, the stress is killing me, it is. It's as if you're getting hit over the head the same time, same same way every day. And we need to really understand that. When I look at nervous systems of Americans, a lot of times they're worse than refugees. And when I study refugees that have gone into more Western lifestyle, uh, where they've gone to Syria, and for the first time they have car payments, rent, because they didn't have car payments and rent. They were very, very simple lives. They lived in villages in their great, great, great grandparents' house that was never had a mortgage, <laughs> you know, let alone anything like that. They're starting to exhibit those stress patterns that we do. Now, they're not generally violent patterns, but they are stress patterns. And we underestimate how stressed Americans really are. Uh, you know, we always say we have champagne problems. I don't know if any problems are champagne problems. Uh, but we are incredibly stressed as a population. But that that work stress, that worrying about money, that is an inflammatory process to the body. The body doesn't know the difference. You know, the brain doesn't always know the difference between a sore elbow and you worrying about how to make your mortgage every month. And so those are things, I think, that if you understand that, you'll do really good at helping head inflammation out of your life. Yes, I'm so glad you described this, the difference between acute and chronic, and acute's very obvious, chronic is less so, because we don't really see what's going on inside of our bodies. Um, mm -hmm. We kind of, we actually didn't, we, we've kind of come up with a term, uh, again, Doug Miller over at Solgar invented, and I really like it, it's called silent versus loud inflammation. Yes. And loud inflammation is courteous in the sense that, hey, my elbow hurts or I have a headache or things like I have a rash. Uh, but we include into the loud inflammation things like insomnia, fatigue, and depression, because those are very clear signs of an inflammatory process. We just don't, we sort of say, oh, that's all in your head. Well, your head is where the inflammation is trying to be controlled and managed. So yeah, it's all in your head, but that sure doesn't mean it doesn't matter. And then island inflammation or things like hypertension and cancer and heart disease and stuff like that. That's unfortunately, by the time people come to me in my office, they have a lot of silent inflammation, and that's a bad system. We need to heed the body's warnings. You know, Dana, we have said a ridiculous thing in cardiology, <clears throat> that a warning sign for a heart attack is chest pain. No, no, that means you're having pretty bad problems. Yes. It means you've had problems for a long, long time. The warning signs are things like, that you talk about all the time in your wonderful show, it's, it's digestive issues and, and, and joint pain and all that stuff. Those are all our warning signs. So it's that loud and silent inflammation really helps us out. And it helps it to us to explain it to people much easier. Yes, and you do such an elegant job of explaining this. I am uh, interested in talking about what causes inflammation, although that you've covered a little bit in the next segment. I'd like to talk about that more. And for mm -hmm. those of you who have just joined us, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Stay with us. We will be right back after this break with more interesting information from Dr. Decker Weiss, and we're talking about inflammation and what to do about it. 
MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high-quality, functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand-sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber-immune-supporting oat beta-glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MCTs. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Are you under a lot of stress these days? Pressure from your job, personal life, politics? It can all take a serious toll on your health. But we can help. Village Green Apothecary can help you achieve a healthier lifestyle with our wide range of nutritional supplements, health-related books, and more. We've been providing customized nutrition and healthy living resources for over 50 years, and we'll take the time to advise you about your unique needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM, and I want to remind you to tune in next Sunday. Kevin will be your host, and he'll have an interesting discussion. Now, speaking of interesting discussions, we're honored to be speaking with Dr. Decker Weiss, a naturopathic physician and cardiologist. He's also a researcher, has been in many areas of the world where violence has been a problem. He's researching that, and he's an expert on inflammation, and we've been talking about inflammation and violence, and uh, I believe you said, Dr. Weiss, that you found a higher rate of inflammation in those who are violent. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, you are, and... um and also a loss of control is a point where the body uh, tries to manage its own inflammation. In other words, it's sort of like one of those forest fires that's under control. 
know, inflammation might be the fire, but do you have enough water to keep it contained? There's also very clear measurements about when the body loses that control. And when we look at that on an everyday basis, that's kind of what heart attack is, and that's what cancer is. It's when the immune system no longer can be managed by the body. It's basically kind of anarchy. Cells start reproducing on their own without any guidelines about what to become or, or go. Plaques start rupturing. The immune system starts attacking the body's own organs. And so we're always looking at, you know, does this person have control of their own immune system? And we can really define that pretty clearly now. Well, that, that is helpful. Yes, we have lots of markers. Um, are some people more prone to an inflammatory response? You spoke about violence and going multiple generations and the concerns mm-hmm. that we have that it seems to be part of the DNA or maybe a gene, var- gene variant effects. I'm just saying that myself. But uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's delve into inflammation uh, a little bit more. Okay. Well, in essence, what we have learned is that uh, certain generations will have um, a, if you, if you, for example, were somebody that went through, that were raped, it was raped, for example, or you were exposed to violence and beaten as a child, that your offspring will have a chemistry that tries to adapt to it. You'll have either a lesser or a greater inflammatory response. And in some cases, you'll have patterns that develop genetically that just desensitize you to violence. When you think about it, if you or somebody exposed to war, it might be an advantage in the next generation if you could kill somebody without remorse. And some of that's going to be guided by the DNA. Sure, a lot of it's cultural as well. But there's just some people that killing and blood and maiming does not bother them. Not there's that mechanism, that he very human mechanism has kind of been turned off, and that makes us very nervous because we tend to pick on the current refugees. What we need to be worried about is their successful grandchildren. That's what's what's making us nervous. That that is a, a new thought, I think, for many people. But I understand completely what you're talking about. Is if we talk when we talk about epigenetics and the plasticity of genes, am mm-hmm. I right to assume that by people experiencing um, a less stressful lifestyle, more support can actually change the future in the genetics? Oh, and they're current. So, to listeners out there, epigenetics and genomics, these are these are equivalent terms. These are the same thing. Rather than saying this one gene does this, what epigenetics or genomics says is what's the total behavior? Because all of these genes influence each other. Then there's who you are, whether you eat a lot of sugar or you're exposed to violence, you play violent video games or whatever it is. So, so you have those factors as well. So genomics or epigenetics is the behavior of the whole genomics. Now, the genomics, the whole genomic system is always trying to get you back into balance, just like the rest of the body is. It's always trying to correct things and and, and do things like that. Dana, it's not only that if we get inflammation under control that we can heal our current genomics, but we can prevent them from being passed down to our kids and grandkids. Um, There's no doubt in my mind that the genomic, genomic behavioral shift But let's say somebody, for example, had knee problems and only used aspirin and Tylenol. 
And now that is destructive to kidneys and liver over time. It increases risk of MI, all sorts of things. Now they switch over to curcumin, and then they get a healthy diet or something like that. So they're starting to take their curcumin and doing that. Their genetics will behave differently, and it'll adapt out. These things, we, we, we can always heal. We can always correct. Uh, we just have to start doing things as a country and as a world in a better way to give us a chance to heal and correct. Well said. Very well said. Well, you mentioned curcumin. Let's talk more about its sources, um, its mm-hmm. components, its functions. Uh, very interested in what the curcumin that comes from turmeric. So mm-hmm. uh, would like that conversation. Well, curcumin is the wonder miracle thing we've been looking for for a while. As long as we can get it to absorb into the bloodstream and get into the cells. Uh, curcumin's been around as a medicinal component as well as things like we make those beautiful yellow dyes and clothes in the Middle East and in, and in uh, India. I said those beautiful yellows, that's all comes from curcumin dyes. Um, Curcumin is just notoriously difficult to get into the bloodstream. And a lot of doctors try to do, you know, initially more IV stuff, but that's obviously not easy for consumers to do. But technologies are now allowing us for the first time to get enough into the bloodstream that matters. And when you look at curcumin, you know, because inflammation is the root of pretty much all disease. It's what damages our mitochondria, which then brings down our central nervous system and and, and so forth. Um, We can now get that curcumin directly to start to manage that and to control that and put out those fires. It can be the water hose that we've been looking for to keep that fire back and allow us to regain control of our immune systems. But it's just until recent, over the last few few years, that we've really gotten enough into the bloodstream and an oral gel cap um, in order to make a difference. Tell us about how the how we extract the curcumin uh, from the turmeric, and are there other qualities, other factors in turmeric that are helpful? Well, turmeric, and I think that's a great point, Dana. Turmeric's the whole plant. Curcumin is isolated out, and it's a simple, I believe, alcohol extraction or CO2 extraction to get the curcuminoids out of it. Curcumin itself is kind of the stuff that's the bright yellows. In natural medicine, we love the bright colors because the bright colors all have these great antioxidant activities. Yes. You look at, at grapes and, and you know, blueberries, proanthocyanidins and anthocyanidins and everything and so on. So we love those big, bold, bright colors. Curcuminoids never let us down, so we isolate those out. Now, what we've done, like with full-spectrum curcumin technology, is we've been able to take it, and, and when you have the curcuminoids, it's a powdery, clumpy thing. So we've been able to, you know, keep it from clumping, which I know that sounds like a very low-technology thing, but it's really hard. Supplements love to clump. And, you know, you remember that you got to put it in a capsule, and somebody maybe a year later has got to take it, Right. Um, as long as it's within the expiration dates, which is fine. So you keep it from unclumping. And then there's been several technologies about trying to trick it into the bloodstream. Uh, the latest one that's actually best, it's just really not a trick. It copies off of the way we absorb bile. So literally the curcuminoid molecules are wrapped in a little bit of fat in a tiny, tiny droplet, which actually makes it water-soluble. So it can go into the bloodstream, similar like B vitamins and C goes in very easily. That's the breakthrough. And that's been hard to do is keeping it from clumping and then getting into the tiny, tiny little bits. But this is the same mechanism how we absorb fat. 
that were that we have used to get curcumin to absorb. And it's really working well. Dana, we need our curcumin products to compete with things like Tylenol and naproxen and things for pain. If we can't compete at that level, people are going to take the naproxen and Tylenol. I mean, I would. I mean, you don't want to be in pain. You can't sleep. You can't function. I don't know about you, but I have to work, and you can't work when you're in pain. So this is the first time with full-spectrum technology that we're really, truly competing with those medications, and that's fun for a guy like me. It certainly is, and it's certainly beneficial for the public. Um, Talk about uh, curcumin uh, giving immediate help and long-term help, in Mm -hmm. other words, uh, for more acute inflammation versus more chronic? Well, when somebody has an injury, I I have my triple header. I have my Arnica creams, and it's not, the listeners don't know that Arnica is a homeopathic medicine. It's a diluted medicine that's very commonly found in creams, and it really, really works for achy joints and things like that, whether you just twisted it up or it's kind of that bad knee issue like like I have and you did it like I went and I exercised last night I put my my arnica cream on um, so I put my arnica cream on a little bit of ice and then curcumin and it works wonderfully and I use the full spectrum curcumin technologies uh-huh. uh, technology that's out there and I'll take that <clears throat> and that has worked better by far better than any medication <clears throat> that I've ever taken, um, including back when I used to really hurt myself in high school and in college playing sports. In college, I used to give you, you know, Tylenol number threes, you know, a coating and all that. This has worked much better. And also, one of the interesting things about antioxidants is they help you sleep because sleep issues are free radical issues. They are inflammatory issues. So that's why people who are in pain can't sleep. Yes, it's the pain that's keeping them up, but it's not just that. It's the inflammatory problem on the brain that's being caused by the knee that says don't sleep. And so when you get the curcuminoids in with, with, your, with reduction of pain, you also get an increase in sleep, which you absolutely need to to heal. So you tend to heal, in my opinion, much faster. We need to remember the counter of this, Dana. Things like Tylenol and all that, they actually inhibit the healing of tendon to bone and inhibit the healing of joints and connective tissue. So here you go, not only are you helping with pain reduction and things like that, but you're sleeping better and you are stimulating a healing response versus Tylenol and naproxen and things, which are helping with your pain, no question about it. But they're actually inhibiting the process. And a lot of physical therapists are now telling their patients, look, take as little or no of these end stages as possible. They increase cardiovascular risk and they inhibit healing. My job is to get your knee back moving, your elbow and your back and all that stuff. Um, I can't do that unless we get rid of the NSAIDs. This has been extremely helpful and we are going to continue this conversation. I thank you for giving us so much information and I just want to let our listeners know, if you've just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we are brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. Please stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break with more interesting information and solutions on inflammation. Uh, Dr. Decker Weiss is our guest today, so we look forward to hearing more from him. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back.
Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. 7. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Do you have unique needs that a mass-market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301-530-0800 or or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognosure. Remember Cognosure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living here on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, alternating the show with my co-host, Dr. Kevin Passaro. And this is a reminder that Village Green has a lot of resources for questions about your health via the website and the store on Cedar Lane. They have a new tool called IQU. This is an amazing database of information that you can put your information in and find out what you need, both in nutrients. It also allows you to put in information about your lab results, and it is designed for your physician to be able to utilize to help in diagnosis and treatment. So it's very interesting, IQU. Okay, uh, Dr. Weiss, we've been having such a good conversation with you about curcumin. Uh, Let's carry on, and let's talk about more of the consequences of inflammation, tying it in with solutions. You gave us uh, some good advice in the last segment. We want to carry forward with that. Mm -hmm. So can you give me a specific instance, maybe, or somebody that will go into the store? 
that, that may help me to sort of guide people. Well, I, th- I think your, your first example, the aches and pains, the joint pains, mm-hmm. the, the, the low back pains as being inflammatory, but also we see a lot uh-huh. of autoimmunity, which you had mentioned sure. previously, the body attacking itself. And what we can do, what a listener can do to help um, prevent and heal. So when you're dealing with autoimmunity, it, it is another step, you know, in, in depth that you need to fix your food problem. So if you notice, I said food problem because autoimmunity comes from gut issues. So we've talked a lot, you know, the brain guiding inflammation and all that, but two-thirds of the immune system is actually in the digestive tract. So when your immune system is out of whack, that usually means that the wrong bacteria, wrong wrong bugs are in your system and they're, you know, basically giving the body bad information, including go attack yourself. Uh, your thyroid is a bad thing. Your joints are a bad thing. So you always have to look at gut and GI tract as a component of all chronic inflammation. So if you have chronic joint pain, it has directly to do with your digestive tract. It always will. But when you go into autoimmunity, that's when you've got to really get serious about your diet because the medications you will end up on, we're not goofing around. These are medications that have side effects in them and very, very dangerous, dangerous medicines in order to get them under control because suppressing an immune system is very hard and very toxic to do. That's why you see these TV commercials with all of these terrible side effects, including, like I said, cancer, because we're literally interrupting so much of that, that immune activity. So I think you brought up an interesting point. I was just hearing about this IQU thing. And I want to say something in addition to this. There's this idea that natural medicine isn't science-based. And I just want to, like, things like curcumin have over 6,000 peer-reviewed studies. No drug comes close, Dana. Not even close. You know, and so you we're constantly hearing from physicians, well, if you want to use that unresearched stuff, well, we have research on a lot of these medications. We know the very dangerous side effects on them, but we do have research on these things. And you can go into these stores and find out what the latest research is on products. But we, I just want to make sure we clear that up to the listeners, that when a doctor says, well, there's no research on it, that means that they have not put the work in to find out the research. And That's all that that means. Thank you for saying this. I had an interaction with a physician recently who scoffed when she heard I was a nutritionist. I, we were calling, I was calling her about a common patient. And uh, she said, you know, there is no science. And I said, whoa, you are embarrassing yourself by saying that. What you're really telling me is that you're completely uninformed about a highly scientific area and that the mm-hmm. knowledge in trace minerals alone doubles every two years. And so wow. it might be a good idea not to repeat that phrase. And I'll send you information. I've never been so bold, but I think I'm tired of being responsible yeah. for someone else's ignorance. Um, that, that's a great way. But also I think that this is a, a missed opportunity for the doctor to really team up with the patient and give a great message. Meaning as a doctor, if I get a call from a nutritionist working with my patients, I'm like, thank you. 
hey, let's just make sure we're uniform in our statements because patients hear what they want to hear. Let's make sure that they understand that, you know, that fast food isn't good and things like that, that, you know, because patients will clearly want to hear something they do. And I will be appreciative because it's a team effort. Our nutrition's hard. I mean, somehow we screwed up salmon and all sorts of food that used to be good for us. It's not. We even have to pick our water carefully. So it, it, it's not a simple thing. And, and, but I just what really saddens me, Dana, is, again, we're talking about an anti-inflammatory lifestyle now, which ranges from healthy relationships to good food, you know, mineral-dense foods, all of those things. And to teach people how to do anti-inflammatory lifestyles is a lot. You have a whole radio show dedicated to this today. And this physician not only did an honor what you do, but they, were, they didn't give the patient a really good opportunity. And that bothers me. In medicine, we don't have a lot of resources, and the whole thing is so chaotic right now. And it's just going to stay chaotic that this doctor had a chance to do something really good. Hey, let's me and you team up, and let's teach this person how to eat. Well, I will say say that I formed a good relationship (sighs) with her. She, She paused, and we got to actually have a good discussion Based on, you know, I said, I'm, I'm calling you because my patient asked me to. I, I would like to be able to discuss this with you. You are her physician. And it worked out very well. I will say I've been at this almost 50 years. And I will say the improvement is significant. I tend to be an optimist. But we have had improvement. I get more calls from professionals asking to understand, get information. I have almost no calls telling me that this is uh, witchcraft, you know, it's hokey, it's snake oil, that sort of thing. Very few of those calls. I can't even remember when somebody's called me with that kind of comment. And that's because they're aware Not so much because medical schools have been aggressive. The medical schools have changed, but because the public is demanding it. And for for no reason other than being able to speak that language, physicians need to understand the language of nutrition, at least the basics, if they're going to talk with their patients because their patients are asking. Or have the courtesy to refer out to the right expert. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I've never said to a physician, listen, I, I do my own nutrition in my office largely. I've never said to another physician, you need to do your own nutrition. Although as a cardiologist, I, I can't do, I don't know why you can't do that. But refer to somebody who knows. Refer to good sources. And then that's good medicine. What you do, maybe somebody else does better. And, and that's okay. But we're, but they're still stopping short of where I think they need to be. And, and where medicine needs to be is medicine needs to understand that pharmaceuticals are alternative medicines. Okay, I want to be very, very clear about this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you know, well, it's not about being rebellious. It's about being truthful. You know, pharmaceuticals have largely been around since the beginning of the 30s. So maybe 80 years, 90 years. That's new. The natural medicines and the way they've been used have been used for thousands of years since development of mankind and womankind and things like that. They have much more historical use and a lot of science. And pharma has some science. It's not always great science. That's always exaggerated. And it doesn't have much historical use. So when you look at the timeline of medicines, pharma is relatively new. And I'm not a zealot. I prescribe things, water pills like furosemide and 
and and and you know metallosomes and these things they're they're life saving medicines and I wouldn't want to live without pharma, but to get people to recover, you got to put them into a natural system. And that natural system has been around for thousands of years. And you have mentioned things like getting mineralized and inflammation. And, and also that well, pharma seems to be very intimidated in many ways by natural medicine. Natural medicine is not intimidated by science because when you look at, for example, full-spectrum curcumin, it's the science that took the natural product and made it better. It's the science that allowed that natural product to get into the bloodstream. So where you have pharma it can be very intimidated and very standoffish about anything natural, you have the extreme opposite. You have Tibetans wanting to run studies on their Tibetan formulas and research on it. You have the Chinese on their patent formulas running research. You're seeing natural medicine going out there striving to prove what they basically already know clinically, but you don't see that the opposite. And that's why I always say it's really alternative. It's a very isolated system. It's a very new system. And in many things, there are great medicines in there, and a lot of them are real lemons. But it's still relatively new, and it will only get people so far, which is why you're seeing, you know, even pharma change and even even doctors changing. And it's because the patients are demanding it, but they're demanding it because they're sick. They need to get better. But I know those are just some thoughts I have. No, I, I'm... I think that's a wonderful statement, and you back it up so very well. And when we think about it, the natural medicines have been utilized since the earliest of human life on Earth. But it's also utilized by animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, well, you, you, you probably know the famous Hoxie story, Dana, don't you? Yes, yes. Tell it. We are... are uh, sure. Listeners need to uh, I, I just find it neat. So animals get over lymphoma fairly quickly, and horses would tend to get lymphoma in the wild. And basically, uh, a person named Hoxie watched what the horses ate when they had lymphoma, and they made a tea called Hoxie, and and formulas called Hoxie, in in many different ways. And they used the botanicals that the horses ate for lymphoma, and they were all generally lymphagogues. Things that moved lymph, high iodine plants like dulse and things like that, along with, I think, gallium and some, some other ones, iris versicolor. But the horses knew to go when they felt this and eat the plants that gave them relief and got the lymph moving and cleared out of their bodies. And so, sure, and there's nothing wrong with it. Look, when we're looking for new pharmaceuticals, where do we go? The plant and animal kingdom. ACE inhibitors are developed from snake venom, you know, things like that. Uh, then Christine and Vern Blastine are directly from Lester Periwinkle. Foxglove gave us digitalis. So it, it's not any different. It's just that it needs to be synthesized for, for pharma and in different ways. But it has the same very much roots. And, and I think, you know, we're proud of that. You don't generally hear that with pharma people, but natural medicine is very proud of that. And they should be. And I think you make a good point. And isn't it interesting that animals innately know what to do for various conditions? Mm -hmm. A cat goes out and eats green grass when they're having digestive problems. Um, We're used to that, but I don't think we think about that, that how... The animal kingdom has knows these natural remedies innately, but humans came about it the same way. So well, it, and probably a lot of it stemmed of when humans were trying to figure out what berries were safe and what plants were safe and not. 
we watch what the animals ate. And that's really where it probably started. Yes. I mean, how do we know, you know, that berry's poisonous and that berry's not. Okay, so none of the animals, none of the horses are eating those berries. Both try those berries. Well, you mentioned uh, uh, foods as an issue and a problem, what your food problems are. And it was mm -hmm. in animal observations that the nightshades were revealed to be so inflammatory. Uh, And it was Childers that discovered that and has done some excellent, excellent work on it. Um, and the nightshade plants are pro-inflammatory. It seems that they are more so with certain people who may be more susceptible, and I think that's something we can look for in our gene variant issues. Um, I don't know if it's available. Well, hey, I want let, to let's expand that, Dana, because nightshades are things like green peppers and tomatoes that are good. And one of the things, and, and and black pepper. One of the things we need to remember, because the folks out there get very nervous about nightshades. So a really, really good ripe tomato has almost none of the nightshade toxin left in it. Right. But a, a CO2 gas tomato that bounces like a rubber ball is going to be loaded with it. Uh-huh. It's going to be red for the wrong reasons. Green tomatoes are high. So it, it is about fully ripened freshness with these nightshade things. And in Europe, you'll see them use a lot of mixed pepper mills. It won't just be black, it'll be green and red and white pepper in order because the black has that high amount of nightshade in it. My Parkinson's patients and my nervous system patients do not eat nightshades at all. They can't tolerate it. But things like tomatoes and peppers can be good for you, but you got to really know where they're coming from. You know, they've got to be fresh and they've got to be ripe. And uh, if you cook them, it also destroys any of the nightshade qualities, like fried green tomatoes, for example. Uh, but but we need to, to uh, that point about that whole inflammatory lifestyle comes up. And you gave a wonderful opportunity for people on an individual basis. If you're a listener with Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, any nervous disorder, multiple sclerosis, you will generally see some form of improvement when you pull nightshades out of your diet. I, that is a, one of my real easy things. Here's a list of nightshades. Pull them out of your diet for a couple of weeks. Let's see if you slowly start to improve while we're working on the problem. And they will improve. Excellent. Excellent. So let's. we need to take a break. And when we come back, I want you to finish up on your thoughts here. And uh, we'll continue on with the discussion of curcumin. For those that you have just tuned in, you're with the Essentials of Healthy Living. I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we are talking to Dr. Decker Weiss about inflammation and solutions. MegaFood Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. MegaFood believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. MegaFood, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Bridging the gap between nutraceuticals and pharmaceuticals. That's the concept behind Zymogen's new exclusive and patented line of formulations, which utilize sophisticated delivery technologies to focus on specific molecular targets. The Zymogen EP line features Immunitix 3.6, a potent ingredient that has demonstrated a measurable ability to prime and enhance immune cell function. Applications include immune system support and support for white blood cell recovery following radiation therapy and other bone marrow affecting treatments. Now available at 
Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. Did you get enough lutein today to support eye health? Most Americans consume only 2 milligrams per day, yet populations with good eye health often consume 6 to 20 milligrams to protect the macula of the eye against oxidative stress and aging. Vision Optimizer from Gero Formulas supplies lutein, zeaxanthin, and 13 other vitamins, phytonutrients, and herbs that support eye health and function, reduce eye fatigue, and promote eye comfort. For more information, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Do you have unique needs that a mass market pharmacy can't meet? Village Green Apothecary can help. Maybe your doctor prescribed a special compounded formula or you have concerns about allergies or dietary supplements. Our expert team includes pharmacists, nutritionists, clinical herbalists, and naturopaths who can offer you advice on nutritional products and personalized healthy living plans. We also offer specialized lab and micronutrient testing to our customers. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane. Call us at 301 530 800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. We are brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda. We're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And today we are fortunate. We've had this wonderful discussion with Dr. Decker Weiss, and we've been talking about inflammation Uh, What causes it, how it affects the body, what conditions are involved in inflammation, and what we can do about it. And we've been talking about specifically curcumin because there's so much science on it. Now, we were talking about the nightshades at the end of the last segment. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Weiss, did you want to wind up on that subject and then talk to us more about curcumin? Well, I think just to sum it up, that nightshades are things like white potatoes, which I failed to mention last time, tomatoes, green peppers, black pepper. And for anybody with nervous disorders, from MS to Parkinson's to any of that, you just do need to pull them all out of your diet. They don't belong there. When you're doing a detox or a cleanse, the nightshade should be out because there's always a little bit of this toxin in. So your liver has to work a little bit harder for it. So doing a tomato cleanse and potato cleanse isn't a good idea. Uh, but but if they're if the the fruits and vegetables are specifically the, the, the when we're talking about tomatoes and potatoes and things, if they're fully ripened and cooked properly, or they're fully ripened and, and cut properly, whatever, they're generally fine for everybody. But this is not something that should ever not be organic. When you're getting your peppers and potatoes and tomatoes, these need to be organic and vine ripened. These are not things that you can get, you know, those real rubbery ones because the way that they're making them turn red is not an actual real ripening process. It can be dangerous. And, you know, moving on to curcumin, it's just always a wonderful thing to talk about. I've done thousands of radio shows probably through the years on curcumin and other anti-inflammatory models. Um, But I come from a family also uh, with mental illness and Alzheimer's and dementia. And so I take curcumin 
every single night at bedtime. And I think sometimes it, it helps listeners to know when do you take things. If you're a joint pain person or a chronic pain, back pain person, headache person, you'll want to take your curcumin, especially the full spectrum, you know, really highly absorbable one in the morning. But if you're a person that is using it for me, like protection from Alzheimer's and dementia, things like that, I take mine at bedtime because when my body is in that rest, relax, repair mode, I want those curcuminoids flowing through my system, crunching those free radicals and protecting my brain. Curcumin has been really the only thing that has reversed early outside Alzheimer's. It's the only thing that has, and that was in Lancet. It was reprinted in the New York Times. Uh, the newer models of all these Alzheimer's drugs all failed. They're scrapped, and they're you know looking at different types of things. So, again, Alzheimer's is just another inflammatory process that curcumin's ideal for protecting it. So, curcumin gets difficult, Dana, because well, okay, is it for joint pain or is it for protection of cognition? Well, it's working at the core. So it's for all of those things. Something that, that works to scavenge free radicals real well and has this immune modulation will really work at the core. So those would probably be a few messages to leave you with today. Yes, uh, the antioxidant capacity is so important. Um, and it's also important uh, just for our, patient, our listeners' information. Uh, in the cultures that use turmeric widely... Are they getting enough uh, activity from the curcumin? So there's two ways to get a lot of curcumin. One is to eat, get a little bit all the time. And one of the ways we learned about curcumin is the people wearing these yellow cloths all the time uh, were having a lower incidence of heart attacks and cancers <laughs> and things because some of the curcuminoids are literally leaking in through their skin. The one thing about curcuminoids in India is they're constantly used. When you look at Indian food, there's always some yellow right? That yellow is turmeric and curcumin. So they're getting little bits all the time in from childhood. So their tissues are saturated with it. You know, in India, they have no reason to ever have a lower heart attack and Alzheimer's rates than us. They smoke more, they eat white rice all the time. They even have weight problems now. Tons and tons of toxic chemicals and bad air and dirty water, yet they still have lower heart attack and dementia. Why? Curcumin, curcumin, curcumin. Um, uh, uh, so that's why those cultures do that. That okay? that's that is interesting. And so they're getting detoxification. They're getting antioxidant activity, uh, and we pro and they're probably uh, pathways that we don't even know about right now, uh, where we're getting why the curcumin, the turmeric, has such a beneficial effect. And that's so interesting about the clothes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but 6,200, you know, and more than that, peer-reviewed studies on curcumin. And you're right, we're learning more. We're trying to learn, for example, should we be using it acutely in an IV for people who have cancer rather than certain chemos, and that's being studied all through Europe. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, these full-spectrum curcumins, you know, how do we know that they're safe? We're getting a lot more milligrams in this lasting a full 24 hours. Well, we know because certain cultures are now, like Germany, is doing research on actually IV curcumin in the in the three and four grams an hour where they're dripping it in and still seeing more and more benefit. Uh, 
See, curcumin sort of has a three-tier thing, a low amount for an antioxidant, a middle amount gets you that anti-inflammatory effect, a high amount gets you that Alzheimer's and cancer protection. So in the gel caps in full spectrum, we're able to get enough to hit all three of those levels, but we're experimenting with higher and higher doses, and it seems to be getting better and better for us. That's interesting. I didn't know about that scale. Uh, that more is better definitely here, and, and sometimes we're uh, reticent to say more is better, but in, well, in this case point. it is. See, see, in things like vitamin A and D and E and K, that is not true. Yes. There, there is, you know, glutathione. You go up too high, these antioxidants, we kind of call them big dumb bombs because they just kind of spread out and quell free radicals. But when you get them too high up, they actually start to cause oxidation. So that's why there's really good ranges. And that's why nutritionists like, like Dana here, they know the ranges that you should be in. More isn't better. Curcumin, we need to be careful as our technologies are getting more into the bloodstream that we're still within safety ranges. Yes. Well, we're still well within these safety as a curcumin. Yes, well, I I do point out the the tremendous safety among supplements, uh, as far as death rate from supplements compared to meds. Meds are over one hundred ninety thousand a year right now. Oh, and you're being conservative, Dan. I I you're being and very I'm nice. about to say seventy five percent underreported, according to actually the Journal okay, of the American sorry. Medical Association and. <laughs> And for uh, supplements, the death rate is zero to 10 a year. And what that 10 represents is toddlers getting mom's iron pills and swallowing them like nice little M&Ms. And Mm -hmm. it's a real problem. And if you don't discover it in time, it is fatal. And it is it is serious. My suggestion is that they make all iron pills have a bitter taste. I think that would be simple. But anyway, I wish we well, could. Well, also, but to add to that, Dana, we need to understand that the companies that are making supplements in general, there's going to be a very big difference between typing something in online and taking a shot with it versus walking into, you know, the, right. the, the Village Green Apothecary, right? That's, yes. That's the store. Yeah, you know, there's a very big difference. With Villages Green Apothecary, they have a roof and they have buildings and they have employees. They have to use companies that they really know everything about. These are vetted companies when you go in there versus just going on the net. But these vetted companies, when you're walking in and you're having those safety margins in that health food store, have wonderful track records, FDA-approved manufacturing facilities. Those days of people making pills in the back room, back room that you still hear some medical doctors talking about, that doesn't exist anymore. These are highly scientific companies with their in-house labs. It's phenomenal well, the amount of protection is, we have. That is such a valuable statement to make, and I'm... I'm sorry that we're at the end of the show, but we will have you back again. Thank you for being here. My honor, Dan. And I want to thank you listeners for joining us on the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. Remember, we're here every Sunday morning at 10. And please also remember, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake. And Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Ah, the joy of commuting in Washington. Whether you work on the hill or outside the beltway, you know how stressful it is to get around. Stress can take a serious toll on your health and Village Green Apothecary can help. We offer over 10,000 healthy living products, including top quality nutritional supplements, herbal remedies, and more. 
Our nutritionists and pharmacists offer a personalized approach to help you with your health needs. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.